Nerd Gas on Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the nerdgasm. Senio Comic Con happened this weekend. And since we got the strike going on, there are no actors there to promote no movies. There's no studios there to talk about what's coming out. Any of that. Because the strike affects all of that. So, we didn't get no updates or no or new, new trails or anything like that of things that's not, you know. You know, I mean, the, the things that schedule still come out, we talked about it already. It's going to still come out. We ain't get none of that stuff. So, Ed Boone rubbed his hands together like Birdman said, Well, guess who's going to take over this year? It's going to be me. So, what did it? Mortal Kombat 1 had a panel where everyone was already saying, we're going to show off three trailers. And we, we got a new trailer, the Mortal Kombat 1 Yugami trailer, which featured, because uh, he gave us a hint of some guy in 3D glasses, like, oh, for those who know, that's 3D era characters coming back. So, we got uh, a look at uh, some, the, some 3D era characters that, that's returning, and we got the combat pack reveal the first combat pack one who's going to be the dlc for mortal kombat one and not only that we have a johnny cage movie mortal kombat legends cage match coming out so you already know i was excited for that i'm sorry a what yeah mortal kombat uh first of all are you familiar with the mortal kombat animated series like movies Mm-hmm. okay so the first one they had was scorpion's revenge awesome movie the second one they had was Battle of the Realms. Terrible movie. So now they got <laughs> Mortal Kombat Legends Cage Match. It's a Johnny Cage Johnny Cage only movie. So you still will be there? You still will be there, Q? I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Oh, God, I was about to say, did you faint? Like, Johnny Cage. Yeah. Johnny Cage. So that's what we get. So, but first off, we're going to have to talk about the trailer. So they revealed that uh, returning. One of the highest requested characters from the 3D era. Not saying it was one of my highly requested characters, but one of the most highly requested characters from the 3D era was uh, Lee May. Who is making her return to this game? They revealed her. They revealed Tanya. And they revealed for the 3D era Darius, who some people call Darius. It don't matter. I was like, I, I had to stop myself from saying that, where I was like, yo, that. Is it back in the game? As a Darius. cameo fighter? Oh, so, okay. I don't know no Darius. Okay. Who, 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 who nephew was that? Okay, okay. I I, I can see I'm the I'm the Mortal Kombat guy on, on, on this part of the section of the podcast here. Oh, I'm about to Google him. Who is, who is this? This, yo, who this Blade looking? What's my man from Tekken? Raven? <laughs> so, who is this? I could stick. I couldn't stand Darius. Okay, Darius was corny. Okay, Darius was just like. Now he was corny. It was like it was like a mixture of like Jax and Johnny Cage and Cyrex. I was just like, ew. I don't. Ew. Like, he was just lazy, and I was just like the movements. It felt like it was Darius felt like a creature character. While I was taking moves from my favorite characters and putting them in there, I was like. 
Some of these 3D era guys is terrible. There, there is no way in hell I thought Darius was going to make a make a return. Oh man, Darius <clears throat> is giving me where my hug at energy. It, what, 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 Look, yo, I'm all for fighting for my black people, but I'm like, I don't care because I, and it was yeah, two yeah, people. Yeah, there was two yeah. people that when they announced this game, they said cameo fires. So I was, so we're gonna be celebrating the 30 years of Mortal Kombat. I said, shit, I think I know what they're gonna do. I said, there's two guys that I do not want, and do not care about. That's Darius and Cobra. And for those who don't know who Cobra is, Cobra was Mortal Kombat's version to Ken. Uh. And and I was just like, I don't need Cobra. <laughs> I don't need Cobra. I don't need Darius. And I would look at it, I was just like, wow. Welcome surprise. So if y'all watch the trailer, when Tanya was doing the fight, you see this black guy come out there and help help her through the throw a run back. And then when she went, she's posing with her and the joke got his arms off for him. It's like Darius. <laughs> like Maybe he's an Ed Boon's favorite. Stop that. I, I want you to raise your mouth. Wash your mouth out with soap right now. <laughs> so to go out list, so they uh Lee May returns. Here's the thing. Was I a big Lee uh Lee May fan? Not really. I mean don't, don't, before before the community card didn't try to kill me. I did not I didn't think she was bad. She had that she had like that crouching tiger kind of uh fighting style. Back during uh, Deadly Alliance was her first appearance. Then she, then uh, she uh, had that electric, uh, electric type bandana in Deception, and then she came back from from Armageddon. And then everyone said, "I'm done with 3D," and went back to the went back to the 2D. And I was like, "Thank God!" So we haven't <laughs> seen them characters, but now seeing her come back, I was like, "Okay, now I want to see how these 3D characters can interact in this kind of place that everyone has going on." And when I seen the trailer, I was like, "Okay, she." For what I've seen, I still feel like I can see more. I liked her fatality. I thought I thought it was showmanship to say the least. Uh, but I thought I, I thought like the model looked good. I thought the fighting style looked good and all that. So I know y'all not too familiar with with Lee May. No, I've never <clears throat> seen her before. Yeah. Personally. So no, not at all. Not at all. So I know she was getting her ass beat in this trailer though. <laughs> I was like, is this supposed to be part of the game? <laughs> Let me ask y'all. So, when, when it comes to y'all Mortal Kombat history, right? Where did y'all start it? Q, I'll start with you. Like, like, where did you start at when it came to your Mortal Kombat history? So, I. Okay, so I don't know. However, <laughs> what I can remember. No, no, no. Because I started early. Um, but I don't know which Mortal Kombat it was. I, I just know. I think it was on 64. Um, okay. See, that's what I'm saying. So yes. from what that's rough. <laughs> what I can remember, um, I started at like I'm gonna say Deadly Alliance. Damn, but you started with her debut, and you remember Lee May? No, I just remember uh, what's my man Kenshi having a, a a lightsaber or something. Yes, my man was looking for the swords. I I got you. But the one you're probably thinking of is probably Mortal Kombat Trilogy on 64. What about you, Lady Sketch? <clears throat> the movie. The first one. 95. Yes. We, <clears throat> I was not, I did not grow up in a, like, um, okay, I can't say I didn't grow up in a house where we didn't have gaming systems because I did, but my mama was not going out and buying Mortal Kombat. Okay. So my first exposure to it was the movie. 
I can't remember when I first played it. It would have to be like I went to my cousin's house and they had it. Well, then you probably got a rude awakening if you saw the movie and then saw what the actual game looked like. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, but yes, I remember seeing the movie first. Yeah. And then it had to be 64. It had to be. Okay. Um, because it wasn't in my house. Gotcha. <laughs> well, yeah. <clears throat> Lee May is a, is a fan favorite. Especially one of the most requested from the 3D era. So I am glad to see her back. Why her ass be so bad in this trailer? These there, are there, questions there, that there, there have been fans that were saying like, hey, I need to see a little bit more of Lee Bay Booset because, um, you know, I mean, she, she be right up a little bit. Yeah, so. I mean, like, she 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 turned that man's head into a firework. Um, yeah. However, the rest of it. Beforehand, she was getting she was cooked. Getting tossed like a rag doll. Yeah. Uh, before I go into before I go into the, the main t- one of the main talking points, Baraka is back, which is AKA Mortal Kombat's jobber, <laughs> resident jobber. Um, but I like Baraka. I like use Baraka. I can't remember a time where Baraka was like back to back games where it wasn't collection games, such as uh, yeah. I remember he was in Mortal Kombat two. Did he miss Mortal Kombat three? But he went. He made trilogy. But then he, he had he was in Mortal Kombat Gold. But then he was in Deception, then Armageddon was a collection, then 9, missed 10, came back at 11, now 12, I'm going to shoot me now, now 1. I'm like, I don't like using Barack. I ain't going to lie to you. Ugly ass son of a bitch. But I, I, yeah, he's kind of rough to look at. But now I like how they are taking, to, instead of to, to cards and like, like a race of, peop, of creatures, it's actually like a, a virus, like a disease, kind of like some Last of Us type shit. Yeah, I was about to say, it's yeah. definitely giving that, that vibe. Yeah, so. Some, some Resident Evil type This is how, like, Molina's going to get sick. I'm just like, oh, story child. I'm curious how it's going to go. So, uh, but Rocco, like, he will get problems. And I, I'm actually excited to see him. But then we get my girl, Tanya. Tanya is returning. Now, Tanya, for those who don't know, can't, her first appearance was in Mortal Kombat 4. And, mm-hmm. I, and uh, after Mortal Kombat 4, she returned in Mortal Kombat Deception. Then she came back in Mortal Kombat X. And then now she's back here in Mortal Kombat 1. And I was like, look, I, I was like, you know, uh, Tanya's fighting. So was I a big Tanya fan uh, in all these Mortal Kombat games? I was just like, no, but I was cool seeing the black girl. Right. See, okay. Go, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say, because I have been hearing y'all talk about how you know people was upset. And I'm just like, still, she don't. I'm not gonna say she's not black, obviously, but I'm like, what is what's the outrage besides so, the normal outrage? So, okay, so obviously people have been uh, having problems with Tanya and saying that she she was ugly, um, and like like Q Flow pointed out when we was talking off off air, well that you know they they keep showing the thing in like mid talk and the angling, and it's just like nobody kind of look good mid talk. Nobody but, looks good talking at that angle. But also, I, I I do just want to address this because you know people are assholes. Um, top, throughout the years, in animation, I've actually was doing doing research for this for for this topic, seeing a couple of people who who are writers for you know animation stuff like that of how in animation, especially all the years back, if you have a different co- a character of color, it would be more like a, just a palette, but you know they'd be so unambiguous. An- uh, uh, they be they be uh, uh, ambiguously in, 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 ambiguous to the point. It's just like 
Okay, yeah, she got the skin, but is she really though? Can she be something else also? Or in my mind, can she be something? You know, she it, colored, basically. Yeah, it, it's something like that. But now, as these games have evolved, as NetherRealm Studios has, the, like, the, 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 using the Unreal Engine, and they're bringing features out on people. Because mm-hmm. I even heard some people say, uh, unfortunately, you know, saying, talk about how Lee May uh, looks ugly and. Tanya looks ugly, and I I, I, I like the back in the days when my women look like women. I seen that comment, and I'm sitting thinking like now, so bad. <clears throat> so, I was like now, so now Lee May is Chinese, okay, and that 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 is, you know, what she's giving off. Yeah. And and Tanya has always been black. I'm just yeah. confused. I'm like, look like women? How like? And if now if you if y'all both look at pictures of Tanya and Ellie May from Mortal Kombat Four or Daily Alliance or Deception, you can see how they looked back then. And it was just like it's just a woman, you know. Yeah. What is the woman gonna be? You don't know, but it's 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 a woman, you know what I'm saying? But now since the features are growing and people are changing it, and obviously we're getting more into the, what the culture what people look like. You know, I think people can, you know, can be uncomfortable with that. And it's like, you know what, me personally, I'm just like, Sandy, you know, with the way her hair looks and things like that. Now that is unambiguously black. The hair. Yeah. Yeah. Tanya is. Yes. Um, But I just, I'm like, what do y'all expect them to look like? Nobody in this game is like strikingly gorgeous unless you uh, belong to the Cage Clan over there. I, I'm confused. And, Jackie Birds. And, and to be honest, I'm like I'm not even gonna go harder because I'm like right now, y'all we getting these trailers some of that from early bills. Mm-hmm. This thing don't come out until September 18th. They had this like this before with injustice and all that stuff like that. And to the point where when the game comes out, they had polished things up like oh, that that looks pretty good. But right now to help sell this game, we're gonna take some of that kind of early footage type stuff, and then we're gonna have to you know help sell it to you guys and like that and i just think i was like I, all these conversations it's just mad unfortunate which takes away from the beauty of the trailer yeah the, I'm like, the beauty what, of the gameplay of it well yeah the, you know because people are assholes that's just you know the way, the way it is and but now i i just i just found this mortal Kombat podcast i'm like right up my alley right and they were talking and these guys were talking about how they changed Tanya's moveset. And they didn't like Tanya. Because they did speak out on the stuff about, you know, uh, the way her, her look was. And, you know, call people out for uh, making those kind of comments and things like that. Because it's unnecessary. But they was more pissed about the moveset. Because, now, like I said, I'm not a Tanya player. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not familiar with her moveset. Yeah. She does rocks. She throw rocks. She throw what? I'm sorry. Wait Isn't Tanya the rock? She's the rock one, isn't she? No, that's what Tremor you're thinking of. Oh, 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 oh. I was about to say, like, wait, what happened? Everybody. I thought she threw rocks. My fault. My no, fault. So, my everybody, fault. Q4, please take it, okay? So it's all good. <laughs> Facts. Yo, let's talk about, yo, man, where's my Steve Fox trailer? Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm about to say, I'm about to say, look, uh, whenever, you, whenever Technique decided to release a trailer for y'all, you know what I'm saying, we'll be here. At least another one, some, you know. What well, he did already. Yeah, I was going to say some more. I don't even know when this game coming out. This is like, you know, question mark, Technique. So, I'm just yeah. saying. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, but still, yeah. Uh, but no, no. She, uh, Tanya, like she has. I, you know, I, I don't know all my all my my 
weapons, you know, by name of what she has. But I'm just like, this is not how I remember playing Tanya, you know. And sometimes I know they was making arguments of how uh, uh, NetherRealm Studios puts a lot of unnecessary weapons in these characters' hands that don't really need weapons. And I was like, okay, yeah, I can understand. I can understand that. Maybe it's to make it more accessible for the folks who can't really play. I mean, it, I mean, and that you can't get more, no, you, you can't get as more accessible than another realm. To be honest with you, I said, no, that's no shade or anything. But there, I have played against and been in a room with mm. folks who they rather have somebody who has a, a staff, a fan, mm-hmm. <laughs> something, um, and that's accessible. Yeah. So I don't know. So I, I, I don't want to say no about that, but I, I was just like, hey, look, I, I'm enjoying it. And I'm saying, and celebrate that. I'm like, shit. Bring, 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 bring the black people up in the game. She, we see what Garrus looked like the last game. I'm, I'm telling you, Garrus was a bodyguard. Everyone went to the club one day was just like, I think I can use you. Can I use your likeness? No. Sure. And you know what I'm saying? That's like what happened. I mean, look. Cause I, find that urban youth. Stop it. Okay. I, I mean... It's cool now looking at, like, seeing trailers and stuff like this come yeah. out to see how far the game has come. Exactly, yeah. From when we started playing it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this is, I'm not going to complain about how anybody looks because, my God. I'm about to say, we, we've been riding on Jack's coattails for how many years? <laughs> I'm just saying, we was riding on Jackson, Jackson, maybe Jay coattails for how many years? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like, ain't damn right. Great time up in there. I'm, I, I'm hyped for it. You know what else I'm hyped for? That combat pack trailer. Which, let's just be real. We all got leaked for it, but they end up, the leaks end up being right. Because at first, when they said Homeland's going to be part of COD, I'm just like, ew. Yeah, no, no thanks. Ew, I, I don't want that at all. And I was just like, oh, snap. Is it going to be like he part of COD but not Mortal Kombat? But no, no. We getting Omni-Man, Peacemaker, Homelander. This is so interesting. Quan Chi, Aramek, and Takeda. Takeda. My boy is back. You see what I'm saying? Everybody was feeling and what was. They said, You don't want to bring back all these combat kids, but bring back Takeda. And look, my son already met him, so I don't like Cassie Cage. Look, they ain't born yet. That never happened. So they they probably going to be cameos, but they're not going to. They're not going to be in that base roster, so say goodbye to them. But. We was they was begging for Takeda in the last game. I really enjoyed him Mortal Kombat X. So seeing him come back, I don't know what the story's gonna be like with Takeda. But mm-hmm. that but I was just like, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I would like Takeda. I, I actually do like Quan Chi a little bit, just to see Quan Chi back. And uh, I wanna see how he finishes the story, but come on now. Come on. Omni Man. Have y'all watched Invincible? I unfortunately have not Invincible. Invincible is amazing. Sorry, everybody that is amazing says Invincible is amazing. It's It's a wild ass show, but they all say it's good. Preach Q. It's incredible. It's It's incredible. incredible. And I I listened to the entire run, like the manga run. So it only gets. I mean, I said the manga. It is not an anime. The comic book run. Yeah. And it gets worse, in a good way. Well, I was because season two about to start in November. Mm-hmm. And uh, it got Stephen Ying. It so got it got. Like a, sounds like good timing. Yeah, uh, they it got, got Peter. Uh, Beats. Now here's the thing. I, well, I, the funny thing is, I was actually trying. Uh, I saw a late sketch over when I was at uh, work today. 
it, it, I'm not. This is not her fault or anything like that. But I was like, she don't really watch any of the animated stuff. But I'm like, yo, I, I be really trying to get her into the animated stuff because Q4, please tell her, the animated stuff be fire. Mm-hmm. It be it be some great storytelling. And I and I understand people sometimes vibe more with live action than you do animation. I, I get Honestly, that. Honestly, at this point, I just vibe with sounds more than physically, like pictures. I, yeah. I really don't make it a point to sit down and watch shows like that as much as I used to. Yeah. Um, But... I mean, I'm willing to give it a shot because I've heard it's really good. Eight, it's only eight episodes on Amazon Prime, and it's kind of, it's just like, hey, you've seen the shitty version of Superman over in The Boys. Check out the shitty version of Superman in Invincible. He's Ooh. really shitty. I mean, and he's voiced by J.K. Simmons, who's going to be voicing him in the game. In the game. Oh, cool. Yeah. So. I can't wait to see that. Uh, Peacemaker, John Cena finds he he like video games is my year this year. He's doing all the stuff. He is really His doing. Man was just like wrestling. Who needs it? Yeah, seriously, <laughs> y'all need me. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> Cena's in there. I'm pretty sure Cena's going to voice that and use his likeness uh, in that game. And then there's Homelander. And I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run some finish. Here. I think Homelander's going to suck ass. Yo, that's what I was saying. Everybody's like. Oh man, Homelander and Omni Man, they're gonna be the same. And I'm like, well, not necessarily. One knows how to fight and the other one's Homelander. So yeah, yeah, Thank say, you. I was just about to say that because honestly, if you think about all the stuff that happens, if you yeah. watch the boys, Homelander do not be he don't be doing nothing. He really he don't be, he in that don't. last episode of, of the previous season. And when I say don't be doing nothing, I mean he's not out here doing hand to hand combat with folks. Yeah, no. He, he he's gonna be a zoner at best. They gonna have to make uh-uh. that man up a move set. He gonna have a, he gonna have a five moves to do. No, he's gonna no he gonna have that. he gonna have for those who play Injustice too. He gonna he gonna be Dark Side. Oh Jesus! Dark Side was a zoner, and people hate Dark Side playing against Dark Side. Every time I be using Dark Side against my son, he be like, oh Dark Side, you know that kind of crap. So that's why I see Homeland gonna be he gonna be eye lasers. Push your back, exactly. fly over you, eye lasers. That super was literally breath. the first thing I thought. I was like, this man is going to be zapping everybody with the eye lasers the whole, exactly. the whole time. And I was like, I understand why y'all would put him in because he's Homelander. Yeah. But I'm like, because he's Homelander. Could we have done somebody, anybody else? Oh, now, now hold on. I was just about to bring that up uh, real quick. What do y'all think? Because it's going to be two more, two or three more combat packs. Okay. So. If we go by the pattern, <clears throat> because Abram, st- starting from, uh, um, let's go with Mortal Kombat X. Mortal Kombat X, we had, uh, was it two or three combat packs, and then, and then he, he had the horror theme for the guest characters, mm-hmm. and then Injustice, he came out, he had, we had three combat packs for that, and then uh, when it came to Mortal Kombat 11, we had three combat packs. So it's just going to be like a three, the combat pack one's always the one that comes out that you got to get, that's going to sell. We're going to get two more. Usually with that, we always get about one or two more guest characters. For Mortal Kombat 11, we were introduced, uh, the guest characters at, at the first combat pack was Spawn, Terminator, uh, Joker, and I think, yeah, that those you're are the three. Those, you're oh, about, huh? You talking, about, you're talking about Mortal Kombat X? Eleven. Oh, eleven. Because because X was Alien and Jason and Jason and all that. Yeah, Predator. 
Well, Predator was. I miss Predator. Um, so that the, and then the next combat pack we we got RoboCop, Shiva, and Night. Uh, RoboCop, Shiva, and uh, God, who was that one? Uh, Fujin. And then the last one we got Melina, RoboCop, and uh, God, somebody else. Uh, 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 Night Wolf. Night was part of the first combat pack. Oh. Yeah. So, but but we still got a guest character. So I'm thinking with these guest characters coming, like we got like some deadly heroes type type theme going on here. Do y'all have any idea who y'all think or would like to see in the in, in the other combat packs when they get released? Cause I already have one in um, mind. That I think it's gonna. That I think they're gonna do. Who's yours? Cause I'm curious. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. I'm on. trying to think. Well, I'm trying to think. Ooh, who would be cool? Damn, I don't know. But see, we, man, if we could get Blade, that'd be crazy. Yeah, but and I'm only, I'm only saying that because we entering comic book realm now with yeah, but Peacemaker. But Mar- Mar- I doubt Mar- it. Gonna lie that. Yeah, yeah Mar- gonna lie that. I, the first one that came to my mind when I when I seen the theme of like Omni Man and Homeland, so that I was like John Wick. Oh, that would be cool. Nah. You don't. You what? Nah. Why? Are you saying no? Like you don't want him, or no, you don't think that's gonna happen? I don't want him. You would want John Wick in a Mortal Kombat game where he fits in perfectly. Nah. Wow. Nah. Not at all. So okay, how about Judge Dredd? I take Dredd. (laughs) <laughs> you won't. Why don't you want John Wick? I, these are questions that it answers. Because the cyberpunk probably suck. First of all, first of all, cyberpunk <laughs> is on the cyberpunk is on the greatest resurrection of a video game I've ever seen in my life. Should have had to be a resurrection right. if it came out first. Came out strong. If it came out the right way, yeah, yes. of course. But they didn't. But they they are. This is the best uh, resurgence I've seen in a video game if ever. Um, nah, I mean. John Wick is like he's a gun food type guy, like And that would be awesome in Mortal Kombat. Not really. No. no. <laughs> Handing out weapons. I I mean Not not really. I, I honestly I think it's either gonna be uh Judge Dredd or John Wick. That's that's why I think for for Dredd guest characters cold. wise. Huh? Yeah. I said Dredd would be cold. Yeah. Character-wise, I think he'd be like a RoboCop type boy, but I don't know. Man. He, he, can, he can move better, RoboCop. Yeah, yeah, of course, of he course, of course. RoboCop. He's RoboCop with mobility. Yeah. Um. Damn. I don't know, man. I know it's not gonna happen, but um, old girl, what's her name? Old girl, um, you not mean old from, girl? From the boys. Queen May. Is it is it, is it Stormfront or is? Oh, st- oh, you mean oh, what's, her name? what's her name? Stormfront, you mean the racist one? Yes. No, they're not doing that. No, because I want to be her ass. <laughs> I want her in the game so Oh, I yeah, see, Lady Sketch, you, you're on the same type time I'm on because Homelander catching every fatality. He's going to be my fatality <laughs> test number. Yeah. He getting the firework joint from yeah. the trailer. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't, listen, I don't need her to be... Just, just give me one one go. You know, you, in the back, back in the day, we used to say, throw me a box. Yeah. I want her. I want the smoke. I want disrespect Homelander so bad. I want to have Darius the cameo fighter beat all. Just, just call Darius out. 
Let him get Damn. beat by Terriers. I ain't gonna touch him. <laughs> I ain't gonna touch him. Hey, but okay, but you know, I, I, was, I was, I was just curious. I, you know I, I, what? Just for, I don't just for the 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 laughs. But I really don't know. I think John Wick is a good pick, even though he don't seem to be on board. I don't think it's gonna happen. I think I I don't think this is gonna happen by a long shot. But we just say LeBron James and Space Jam. Ayo, we did Ayo. that. We did we did that multiverse already. No nah, oh, man, really? see you, see man. I was gonna say, <laughs> see man. Uh, you, I was gonna say Ron Artus, Miles in the Palace. Ayo, though. um, that's a <laughs> no, dickhead. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, you ain't know I knew Miles in the Palace, did you? Nah, no, uh, I did. No, I did. Been watching Netflix. <laughs> you got Netflix. Uh, <laughs> okay. I be quaking a little bit, man. I'm dead. I, no, but seriously though, I don't think it's gonna happen. But by some sheer luck, give me Lord Dragon. Did you just say Lord Dragon? Yes, he killed Rangers, bro. No, look, it's. I'm not even gonna go about the time bias right now. I'm not even gonna do that. Lord Dragon fits in an injustice game, not 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 this game. That on the injustice front, like it's like this. If you but see you say that, but like if you would have told me Robocop would would have been on here versus Injustice. Have I you seen you how lying. Robocop died in the movie? Yeah. Like go by the oh. tone of the movie. Oh, okay. We're going by the tone of the okay. Right. I'm about to say like, like yeah, he killed Race kind of this. Indiana Jones killed people, but I could definitely see Indiana Jones as a guest character on Injustice. Just like Neo has killed people. But I see Neo as a as an injustice guest character than a Mortal Kombat guest character. It's kinda like remember when they put Negan and Tekken? I'm like, why would you do that? That was weird. That yeah, that did. That was just weird. I was like Why would you do Hey, am I cool with Negan being in a guest character but on Tekken? Tekken barely shows spit. Are you talking about blood? No. He don't work for Negan works for like Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's what that's what he works for. It's kinda like when Injustice put the Ninja Turtles in, it's like, yeah, that's dope. That works for Injustice. Batman versus Leonardo, that's cool. But I ain't trying to see Leonardo get fatality by Lucado. That's fucking crazy. I'm not gonna lie, I might have a couple giggles. You, you gonna have a couple? I might have some giggles. Yeah, Shang Tsung turtles. Like you know, like this. this I'm like, it just don't. It don't fit that way. I agree with you. I would like to see a like if they do Injustice three, right? I would like to see a Lord Draken. Uh, guest character for Injustice. That would make sense because I would love to see him beat the shot of Superman and go up against Batman. That, that stuff would be dope because he, he fits in that campy Power Rangers you know, superhero world. But for, when it comes to Mortal Kombat, when it comes to like you got to go by the tone of Von stuff like that, I'd rather you say like Maniac Cop or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I have to say that Turtle Suit is fucking wild. <laughs> I just wanted to... I, <laughs> <I've> been... <laughs> Crazy. You know yeah. who I want for injustice? Meteor Man. Psycho. Like, no. Please. Bro, I please. think I think Ed Boone got the balls to do it. If he put Meteor Man in that game. Meteor Man versus Superman. Let me tell you something. Lord. The whole city of Chicago will just fall in love with him all about this. Bro, <laughs> you got a whole I thought he's from DC. If it's gotta be a whole pack and you gonna hate it, but it gotta be Meteor Man and Blank Man. You killed it. See, no, because you, yeah, you hate it. it. You hate it, but I want it. I want all of it. No, but no, I don't because they always be so happy to put his likeness and voice in there. I'm just like, oh, I gotta hear it. I, oh, I will kick his ass every J-5. time. J5! <laughs> J5 gotta come out! I will kick his ass every single time. I will kick Please. his ass. No, don't do this. Don't oh do this. My God. 
April, I know you're not listening to this. Don't <laughs> ever. But please, if by yeah. some stretch of the imagination that this that he ever hear this, Meteor Man and Blank Man, please. Meteor Man only. Meteor Man I'll only. I'll take it. Meteor Man only. Never, n- oh, n- okay. never, never Blank Man. All right. <sighs> so I want to get into the the movie experience because we had a big weekend for movies this weekend. Yeah. Barbie Heimer. That's what we about to call that's, the weekend. That's that's they're, they're both made bank. But you know what? I was like, okay, well, me and Q-Flow was, was, was supposed to go see Oppenheimer. Plans fell through on, on that Friday, so we sorry about that. But I'm going to try to get that review out to you guys. But me and Lay Sketch went to go check out Barbie. I had a curiosity about Barbie. I, I'm going to keep it a mean with you. Yeah. After seeing Barbie, I think that I might have been... I might have leaned... Over to the Oppenheimer side. Ooh, really? I like Christopher Nolan. I mean, depending. I on mean, the... you giving Christopher Nolan some no, flag? I, okay, no, no, so no, listen, listen. I he can catch these jokes because some stuff is just joke worthy. Uh huh. But he makes good films, so I'll give him that. Fair. Um, I think you should check out Dunkirk. So I'm like. Mm, Maybe I might I'll, I'll check it out. It's one of those things where it's like I might need a bathroom break, but so okay. Um, me and Lacey want to go see Barbie, and uh, I would like to say I was mad curious about Barbie, and I was just like, okay, lighthearted because she, she she's not going to go at, at the time. I'm thinking it because I didn't hear about this now until on like, we recording that I was like, she's not going to want to go see the Oppenheimer. I only say that now after seeing the movie, and it's not like again we'll get into it. But yeah, I I want to go into this with the I guess the disclaimer that I was not um, a Barbie kid. I was not a girl who liked Barbies and had to have all the outfits and the different Barbies and the stuff. I had Barbies because people bought you Barbies if you were a little girl, but Barbies stayed. Barbies by force. What happened? Barbies by force. Yes. And it's like, I can't say like, oh, I never played with one, but it was never my steez. Um Understandable. Uh, and um, so I was back curious. And so I, we, we went in and we seen Barbie. And I'm going to tell you this. I fucking love Barbie. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to hold you. Cause I, this is, a, I was like, it felt good for me to go in the movie. The first thing I kept saying, and I have my wife here to clarify for me. I said, don't be Tom and Jerry. <laughs> please don't he be. He definitely did. He was like, please don't be. Don't he be said it at least three or four times. Please said, don't be Tom and don't Jerry. Don't be Tom please and don't Jerry. Don't be Tom and Jerry. Don't be Tom and Jerry. I don't get it. The, the Tom and Jerry movie was the Tom and Jerry apparently movie? horrendous. Oh, oh, oh. Got you. Yeah, Cause, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, I was I just like. he had a movie. Yeah, I, yeah, and and, and it came out during when H when Warner Bros gave all their movies to HBO Max for the same day releases the theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and I, and I sat there and me and my son watched Tom and Jerry and I was just like, Ugh. because I was like I did not know what to expect with Tom and Jerry. I did not know what to expect with it, and I was like, of course they to try to do a, a Who Frame Roger Rabbit type. Type movie mm-hmm. and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. So when I seen when I seen Barbie, I was like, "What the? F- how are they going to do this movie?" I mean, it's a, it's a concept. I say his hoping is more of a Chippendale and less of a Tom and Jerry. Yeah. And when I went in there and saw the movie, I was just like, 
this movie is way more intelligent than it needs to be. Absolutely. This movie is way more intelligent than it needs to be. And so, first off, I'm going to go. I I I'm going to bring it out. I'm going to give you my good, my bad, slight spoilers uh, towards the end, and also what the um yeah, it's slight spoilers because right now I'm going to start off. But automatically, I was not ready for the amount for the fandom for the fandom. I was not ready for it, Q Flow. When, oh, they was deep in there. When we deep, okay. Deep we want to man. We want the mania for those in Philly. You know what we're mania because we went there, and I was like, okay, cool. Because I'm gonna be honest with you. Look, I have no problem exposing myself live or recording and stuff, stuff like this. I'm an ignorant brother. Okay, cause I was like, okay, look, we are gonna go there. They they're gonna be, you know, the you know the white girls dressed up as Barbie. It's gonna be fine. They're gonna be like, hi, Barbie, fine, whatever. Case with me, was like, all right. I'll be like, and they probably gonna look at me like, oh. This guy going here go watch bargain, right? Bro, was I wrong? I was dead wrong. I'm talking about they had urban use Q for the You really the, have to stop <laughs> talking your language here. Had pink button up shirts on. Oh wow. I'm it not was lying serious. to you. They was in there like they like they was going to the club. Old girl walked past us with a, a two piece friend set. With some pigtails and some stilettos, and I said, "Dead oh, serious, seriously." But, but still, like, wow. And when I say it was a, div- a diverse crowd of people, because I was, I was, I was like, okay, you know, I didn't think it was going to be that many black folks there. I didn't think it was going to be that right. many. See, I didn't think that. I didn't know it was going. They was going to all be dressed like that. Yeah, they, they were dressed even even the. the uh, Two middle-aged women, middle-aged women, Q Flow, that sat next to me and my wife had their pink on. She had on little pink sequin sneakers. They had little pink dresses. I said, "What's happening?" They came and broke out the blankets. I said, "Oh well, this is serious." Yo, I went there. Yo, I, I had my gray and one ball shorts on. I had my uh, you know, uh, Brody Lee shirt on, and I was just like, "Okay," I said, "I feel." Underdressed. You were severely underdressed for this, this <laughs> excursion. I said, "Oh well." Yeah, when um, Rick Dollars went, they all she went with her friends. They all went as a special type of Barbie. See, she yeah. went as Island Barbie. Yeah. We missed that. Uh, we missed that memo. Like they had the little um, little background setup. It looked kind of like yeah. a little um, ghetto step and repeat. I was like, "Oh, this is serious." When I was talking, when I went back out to the bathroom and, and talked to, and this before the movie started, and, and talked to the guy, he's like, "Yo, we've been dealing with this all day," and I was just like, "Bruh." <laughs> I Even didn't... the manager had on a pink blazer. I was like, "Oh, she she done caught the Barbie fever too." So we had to go to the Q4. We had to go to the ten thirty show. Because that's mm. the only one that was available because all the other ones were sold out. All they had left was front row at the bottom of the screen seats. Mm-mm. Nobody want them seats. Yeah, and they was people was in there definitely trying to poach folks' seats. I guess they thought because it was a 1030 show that some people wouldn't show up. No, we watched. I watched at least two or three people come up and be like, you're in my seat because yes. they had to be all the way up near the screen. Exactly. I said, "Oh." And the amount of guys, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being, I'm, I'm not being a homophobe or anything like that. But the, uh, the amount of just men that was here to see this movie, it, it shocked me. It shocked me. And I'm not talking about, you know, it was like, oh, it was just gay guys. No, there was no, men. It was just regular. Homies there. It was going there to, to, it's to just chill. Dudes that was watching the movie. That was watching the movie. It. I was in culture shock. I was just like, yo, this is the environment right now. All right, yo. Let's sit back and check this thing out. 
That's how, that's how I was like. I was like, okay, now I'm getting the thing that because I was in there like, yo, I as a as a movie guy, right? Movie mm-hmm. buff or uh, cinema, what, what, what they call it, whatever people that, people who really likes likes movies. I wanted yeah, to see the movie anyway. Five. And besides, the casting was great, so I was I wanted to go check out the casting. And it's Margot Robbie, you know what I'm saying? You got you got Shang Chi uh, there. Um, Ryan Gosling, Simu Liu, yeah, Simu Liu, yeah, and Ryan Gosling, and hell, um, Michael Michael Cera. I was like, where he come from? He's Alan. Yeah, I, I'm just saying now. I'm saying, but even, no, even I'm just, it's just funny because when you see the actual like pictures of these Barbies, yeah, and Ken, I'm like, that's that's perfect fit. It was a perfect casting for that. It was. It it, it was it was perfect. I was sitting there like, okay, so. I'm going to go in automatically of what I really enjoyed about this movie. And like I was saying to you, Q-Flow, this is a very, like I said, perception, whether we think it works or not, is everything. Also, mm-hmm. okay. slight disclaimer, I don't want anybody trying to dig deeper into the comments than, than what it was. It wasn't a thing where we only expected to see gay guys. Exactly. Or well, white women. We're not saying re- I'm not saying regular, like just there were men who were there with their girlfriends. Yes. Dressed in pink. Oh boy, with that butter shirt, they brought that downs. Yeah. Dudes coming in in groups of two and three, just watching the movie chilling. Like it. it I it, just, it, it I made, just want to say that because folks love to make it something. That exactly. Is. It made me feel mm-hmm. welcome. That's why I was basically at the point I was trying to get to. Because like I said, I, I, I was sitting in my seat like, oh, I feel underdressed. When I, uh, I stepped out the car with confidence, and I came through the doors like. Well then, whip her shoulders up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because the girl in front of us in line definitely greeted every single one of her friends as "Hi, Barbie." Hi, Barbie. I was just like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" I, and then ladies came up to me. She was like, "Oh, yeah, this is the kind of night it's gonna be tonight." Because I so. was just like, "I'm gonna rip my ears off if one more person says hi, Barbie." And then the movie begins and we hear it 18 times. Woo! Yeah. So sorry. Go ahead. So, Sheesh. um. What what we get here is not what I expected at all. That's why I say it's a touch of movie. This is this is this is a, a feminist movie. This is this is directed by Greta uh, Gerwig, who is known for putting those uh, feminist type storylines in her movies. Mm-hmm. So this and is that's what, why everyone hates it. So this this is what we're going to go at here, and but it's also an inclusion type movie, also. It's more of a it's, a it's a way of like yo, we're going to preach woman power here. But we also going to understand that you know. Um, this is not just going to be a, a world with just all women, or women, a world that's going to be all men. We got to be able to work together, so you know. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I liked what the movie did. So, what the movie did was Barbie Land. So, what you see in the trailers, Q Flow, those are all Barbie dolls. They're in Barbie Land. Mm. And it's, it, it's fictional world. Everything is perfect. That's how, how the first thing starts off of how st- as. Uh, Margot Robbie's character, everybody's Barbie. So every woman that you see is Barbie, but there's different kinds of Barbies. Mm-hmm. She's stereotypical Barbie. So she comes in there, she has a great morning, stuff like that, and then the same thing, and then she is partying with the, all the other Barbies. The Barbies are, are Arthurs, they're doctors, they're lawyers, they, they run the Supreme, the Supreme Court, Court. You know, and Ken's are just the background. Kind of like. Literally just on the beach. On, on the all beach. they do. Which is honestly, when I was look, looking more into it today, which was a reverse spin of what Barbie was back, back in the 50s. Because back then, it was like, the women did all that kind of stuff. They was in the background while the men was in the forefront. But Barbie came along in 1959, they switched it. 
and that's what happens in the Barbie Land. But now, when Margot Robbie's Barbie, uh, she pops out of nowhere and she talks about. Does anybody think? Uh, uh, anybody ever think about death? The, the death. It stops everything. The record scratched. It, it was, was like, like, what <laughs> are you talking about, sis? We in the middle of a party with choreography. And then she 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 loses her tippy toes and she she's feeling like, yo, what the is going on? And she realizes that whoever is playing with her or doing it out in the real world is feeling some kind of sadness or something is happening, you know, in their life. So she mm-hmm. goes to try to travel out to the real world to see which person it is so she can make her happy again so Barbie can go back to being Barbie. That's the plot of the movie. That's the whole plot. But there's a lot. There's lots of things sprinkled in. A, a lot of things. First of all, off the bat, Margot Robbie's excellent. She's the perfect person to of play course. Barbie. She's which is very funny because she's also freaking Harley Quinn. That, that's exactly. Like, like cause it's, it's like... I thought like Harley Quinn is her role, but I was like, but damn, this Barbie role is is for her. Like she plays it up well. Also, there's narration done by Helen Mirren. During the movie, yes. And I think her her, her narration is hilarious. Yes. Uh and, and, and like I say, because now yeah, I know you know your music lady sketch. Doesn't Lizzo that sing? Was Lizzo okay. doing the music in the beginning. In the beginning, but it was like more of a reality based music. Yes. It wasn't like a regular track that she made. It was just like, you know, say, uh, I, I, I told her, she was, but whatever Barbie was, was doing. She was like, I woke up in the morning, and now we're going to have some waffles with some orange juice, and it's just great, and everything's wonderful. But then by the second day, when she starts having those intrusive thoughts of death, yeah, it's in the song. It's in the song, yeah. So, <laughs> Oh, I like that. That's clever. Yeah, exactly. This movie was very intelligent. So, uh, Ryan Gosling does Ken, and I'm just like, God, he. I look. There was a part about the movie I did not like. But he was a good Ken, like he's like he's like the main Ken. Yeah, then, he's a, he was a good Ken. You, you have that Ken, but then you also have uh, Kingsley Ben Air, who is graphic from Secret Invasion. He's mm-hmm. he's a Ken also here also. And they had um, uh, Simi Yu, who was who Shang Chi. He's a Ken, and he, he he's like the rival Ken. And all that. So the way they do the Kens in here, I was like, okay, it was a huge diverse case. I I don't know all the names of all the Kens that was there, but anyone you could think of from from Indian to Black to Hispanic to White, they had all they had all the Kens uh, versus uh, versus in there. And all he kept doing was trying to. They even had mermaid uh, Barbies and Kens. Exactly. And, and, yo, slight spoiler, y'all. I'm telling y'all this right now. Slight spoiler. John Cena's a Ken. Get out of here. John Cena has a cameo as Mermaid Ken. Oh my god. And he is taking the role. He's loving it. All his he, he I was into it. He's into it. I'm just like, that's great. I I, he, I was I like, think he'll take anything any role where he gets to just be goofy. Honest to God. Well uh, I I don't think John Cena as a writer takes himself that serious. No, he doesn't you know take himself serious. So uh I thought that I'm just establishing the cast and then so when we go around meeting other Barbies Q-Flow let me tell you how I was like the, the, the trailer deceived me because I was like I didn't know all these women were America Ferrera is in this movie yeah I saw Did, that Kate McKinnon is in this movie didn't know that now I saw I, the press run so I yeah. knew who they were okay, so I, yeah. I didn't know they, who they were so Alexander Ship is in this movie didn't know that finally something I can get behind that she's Yes. She's been striking out with Bieber, personally. Yeah, fair. Uh, and I was like, I was like, I didn't know all these women was in this movie. 
And like I said, I only seen one trailer. I only seen one trailer. But I didn't know all of them was in this movie. Oh, and Issa Rae. And Issa, Issa Rae absolutely was in there. President. She was the Barbie president. Now, don't worry. I'm going to get, because I, I, I saw what your text said the other day, Q Flood. I'm going to get to uh, some of the things in the bad of, of how I thought about certain things. But, oh, I got a lot to say about the bad, bro. Okay. I, 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 so, um, and the, the message, overall message she's doing, and even Will, even Will Ferrell's in this movie, and he's actually funny. Because you know me, I'm just like, oh, I ain't got time for Will Ferrell. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he can be a bit much. He can be much, but, but he plays the the CEO of Mattel. So when they uh, when, when they oh, find Maria Perlman too, yeah, in this as well. exactly. They have cameos of these women playing different Barbies that were real life discontinued Barbies. Yes, all of the women oh, that's in fire. Here, yeah, all the women yeah. in here who were. Like who played a Barbie? They were some kind of a Barbie, Barbie that actually exists. They even had when they said, "Oh, this right here is," uh, forgot her name, pregnant Barbie. Midge, the pregnant Barbie. The Barbie. We I remember pregnant Barbie. There was a lot of outrage about pregnant Barbie for whatever reason. Yeah, or Michael Sarah, who played was it Alan? Alan. Yeah, who was He's the, one of Ken's buddies? So one of Ken's buddies. He got discontinued, but. And they was in there playing the role like, okay, well, they're over here in the background because they've been discontinued. They're not really in yes. here for the land of the Barbies type They don't thing. get to be, like, in the, the house. They had, like, one of them lived in the Barbie tree house. She had a Barbie, um, you know, the Barbie car. and It was a whole thing. Like, anything that you can mm. think of that was an extension of the Barbie universe was in the movie somehow. Yeah. Even if it was just in the background. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Exact. So then when they get to the real world, and Ken wants to come with her, and when they finally get to the real world, see, Barbie's very ignorant to the point like, hey, Barbie, you know, uh, is this great feminist icon, and she is sitting there, she has changed the world because of how everything is in Barbie land. So when people go there, they're going to greet her with one great big, all the women going to greet her with one great big hug and say, thank you. She and that's, really thought that. It's so she, unfortunate. And, and she thought, even the narrow say, that's what she thinks. Then when she got to the real world, and she meets this girl named Sasha, who she thinks is the, the girl that's playing with her, she read her for Phil. And I'm not talking about like, yo, get out of here, you you know, bitch. It wasn't even like that. She read her for filth of what the problem with Barbie is today. Ooh. And everything that is true, but with the with, with the problem with the the whole stature of what Barbie is today, she ran her for filth in that. And I was just like, oh, this movie's going here. This movie is going here. Also, can we even talk about it? Because I haven't watched any like the explaining videos. Okay. But they did mention that. Uh, also, did you ever say that this was spoilers? Like we were doing the whole spoilers. Okay, I, I, I was saying we're gonna say something about it. Qfo don't care. But I'm saying, but you know, if we want to talk, because I want to review this one. So I'm gonna say, so we can probably talk about add some spoilers into it. Uh, so for for those out there watching right now, we are gonna ask some spoilers. And I'm gonna put it in the title also. But yeah. Okay, so I just have a. I was wondering this. Yeah. When. They mentioned briefly that it happened once before and Skipper got out. Yeah. And I was wondering if that old lady on the bus stop was, was Skipper. Skipper that was when crazy. she said, you're beautiful. And she said, I know it. And I was like, I feel like a regular human would have just said thank you and moved yeah. on with their day. And I was like, I wonder if that's the Skipper. Because they never really addressed it again. I'm definitely gonna watch New Rock Stars. Make sure I see it to see if that if if that is her. 
So when she gets to the real world and then she realizes that, you know, these women don't love me here. Heck no. Especially in this in, 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 in this thing. I'm just like, okay. Then she start crying. Oh, they got they got um locked up twice. They got yeah. arrested twice. I thought I, I I thought the arrest scene was funny. They were funny. Yeah. And and that's one thing about this Barbie's got arrested? Yeah. So when they first when they come out of Barbie land, right? They mm-hmm. they are in their Barbie and Ken roller skating outfits, like exactly from Ooh, the toy. Jesus, that was a with the bright neon rollerblades with, with, roller with the red stuff. Yeah, they, they come out of there and then all and, and they in L.A. So all the men is looking at Barbie like, "Hey, yo, 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 ma, I'm about and to." They like cat calling her exactly, and, and she's like, "I, well, what, like, what's going on here?" And then Ken is sitting there like all the dudes is complimenting him like, "Yo, man, look at your jaw, look at your girl." Or they're laughing. Or they're <laughs> la- there's, there's, it's there the laughing or just like, oh my God, you guys are beautiful kind of thing. Exactly. Ken is getting sucked up into the, uh, the, re- the reality world and, and realizing all this stuff that men can do. Yes, he was like, men rule everything out here. Exactly. So, why can't we rule that back in Barbie land? And also, oh, he decides boy. to take, instead of just taking all of what is happening out here with men, he takes the the example of the asshole super macho men. Exactly. So he's just like, oh, they're like putting their hand up to tell the their assistants to go away. They're working out and doing the MBD grunts. Exactly. As them. And as, and as um, we see, he sees like this old picture of Slide from Rocky with the whole mink coat he had on in Rocky 3. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. we gonna get one of these. Up there looking like, um, what's that? Conor McGregor? Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So he, that's what he took from this. He didn't take anything else from this but the fact that men rule everything in the real world. And they do all the all the super weirdo macho stuff that you would see. That's what he took back to Barbie Land. Yeah, and he, go, he takes that back to Barbie Land and, and name it Kendom. Named it what? He, he names it Kendom. Like, instead of Kingdom, Kingdom. Kendom, yeah. And they brainwash all the barbers. And they brainwash all the barbers. A bit of a head ourselves. Yeah, but no, yeah, I'm saying, but I'm not trying to go like shot for shot. But I'm saying, but yeah, I I thought those were like some good plot points of the movie that I really enjoyed. And like I said, how each character really just played their part well. And when we got introduced to America, uh, Ferrera, and she comes in and she meets a barber, and it comes to find out that I suppose that she was the one. That was playing with the Barbies. It wasn't her daughter that when that flame Barbie when she first got there. It was her, and and it, about all the stress that she's been dealing with. There's a monologue in this movie. And she movie. works at Mattel. And she works at Mattel. There's a monologue in this movie where she gets up and she just tells it like it is about all the problems that women are facing today, and that they that they you know that they're, that they're still facing and what the problem is and like. Breaks it down to the point. I was just like, now it didn't happen in our theater, but I've been seeing theaters who bit that these will be. They've been standing ovation for you know, and been clapping for their. Now we got a couple church like that's right in, in our theater, mm-hmm. but when I said clap, I was like, it was a very well done. Like if you if you sensitive, especially if you a man, bro, you got to get over that because that's uh, why you see a lot of these reviews out here saying, oh, this movie is anti man and don't take your kid. It's not for kids. When nobody yeah. told you to take your kids. It, here's the thing. It, it ain't coming because it's fine because it's the, the message is going to go over their head. It's colorful. They're going to see some things like that. But anything like 
like below ten, like I wouldn't take my daughter to go see this because it's gonna go over her head. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. I really think the target. Like I got told him when we were going in. The target demographic for this. When I saw just the trailers, I was like, this is not a kids Barbie. This is the target demographic. For this is the kids who grew up in peak Barbie era. Exactly. The Gen mm-hmm. Xers, the older millennials, um, even into the like. I guess the tippy top of the Gen Z era. Yeah. That's when Barbie was still like Barbie. Yeah. But now, I don't think that's the... These kids now don't... What's the word I want to say? They don't play with Barbie the way that we did. She's not as big of a... I'm not going to say she's not an icon. But it's not as big of a brand as it once was. Exactly, and it, they even explained they even in the beginning of how we used to, they used to play with dolls, and, and the only thing they could do with, with baby dolls was be mothers. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. To the point where it's just like when Barbie came along, they start breaking all them dolls down. It's like, yo, man, we could play as as, as women, and I was like, strong message here. So yeah, those those are the positives that I liked about it. It's off the bat. Okay, so going into some of the negatives about the movie. Act three. Okay. 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 She, she goes act three. I, I'm gonna be real. So before we get into act three, <laughs> as Lady Sketch calls it, I do believe I do agree with what your wife was saying, Q Flow. A lot of the Barbies that, of course, we want to see, are a lot of suckers are underdeveloped mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. in some ways. They could have had more screen time. Now, same goes for like Issa Rae, right? She plays the president. She, she's President Barbie. Did she have a lot of time in the movie? No, but did she have time in the movie? Yes. I mean, yeah, that's what I heard. It's not a lot. I'm saying could could it have been like a little bit more, like a little more time? Because it's like each because there was so many Barbies, so it's like they was trying to give a, enough time to each Barbie. But then when you do that, you don't give enough time to anybody. You know? Yes, it's like you y'all, yeah. y'all mm-hmm. shorted everybody because you wanted to squeeze so many people in. Yeah. Um. But I and even Issa Rae was saying like she. It was a part that got left on the cutting room floor. Yeah. Where she was, she gave a like props, I guess, to Christy, which who was the first black Barbie. Yeah. But they cut that out. Uh huh. And it's like it would have been cool. It's a cool little nod. Most people probably wouldn't have got it, but it's like there's not enough. There was not enough time in the movie for us to get much of anybody else besides main Barbie and main Ken. Yeah. because like I said, when each because. They did get everybody got some kind of screen time, but it wasn't enough to fully establish a character. Like sometimes I had to go back and look at the poster to see which Barbie this was. Like I had to go back to the poster to see that oh, Alexander Ship's Barbie was the like the you know the, the prize winning Arthur Barbie. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you know. Then I had to go. Then Issa Rae's was the was the President Barbie. Then we had the other the Doctor Barbie. Then we had the Supreme Court Barbie. And so I was like, so the only one uh, I can tell you for sure I remember is Weird Barbie. Kate McKenna as Weird Barbie. Perfect. Perfect perfect casting for that. And here's the thing. Kate McKenna does not get that much screen. I think she gets less out of Issa Rae, to be honest with you. But 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 her character is memorable. It's memorable, I'm saying. She's kind of like integral to the plot, I guess. So Yeah. So it just wasn't, you know, unfortunately, and I, I, because, you know, I I love my girl Issa Rae, and especially with me getting getting into Insecure, and I was like, yeah, I would love to see her in there more. You know, and I would love to see a lot of the, I would love to see Alexander Ship more. I would love to see um, Kate McKinnon more. I would love to see. I would, there's a lot of the Barbies that's there. That uh, what was the um, I, I hate to say plus size Barbie, but the that one might have just been her her stick because I don't yeah. remember what her thing was. That was the girl from a uh, Pitch Perfect, wasn't it? 
No, that's no, not okay. her. She's okay. not. She, she's, uh, she lost a lot of weight. Okay, yeah. But it's not her. But I was just like, she was fighting me. And I was like, I would have liked to see her. I don't well, remember what hers was because they just talked about it in passing. Like, exactly. Those awards, yeah. They would tell you like what this Barbie was known for. Exactly. But it was the only mention you got of it. Yeah. That that was the the sucky part about it. It's like you you give so and, and the same things with the Kens. Like okay, Ryan Goss is the main Ken, right? But then mm-hmm. you know um, the next two in line was going to be Simeon and Gravic from you know Secret Invasion. Those were the ones that got. The most of the kids and every, all the other kids was just like there. I mean, you've seen them, they made somebody, but those were the three kids that got the most time and most screen time. So, they, and it, it, that's still in a movie that don't give them, them that much time. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, do, do, those things. So, I'm like, okay, yeah, obviously. Of course, you know, Margaret Robbie's going to be the main one, obviously, right? Because I'm saying, but even. Even with that, even an uh, American Ferrera did get some good time. That I didn't, I, uh, I didn't know she was going to get that much time. So I'm happy for because it, it, she needed to be to be part of the, you know, the part of part, yeah, the part of part of the movie. So uh, that was like uh, going into the third act. So what ladies can talk about there in the third act because after Ken turns Barbie Land into, into Kingdom and he just takes it over and it's like they destroying everything and man is ruined. He got he got he got. The, all the Barbies serving serving the Kens on the beach, or you know, just doing you know very um, what's the words I'm looking for? Like it's pa- patriarchy. They mentioned yeah. the word patriarchy kind of a few times in this movie. Uh-huh. I'm sure that's probably a sticking point for folks. Yeah. But what his interpretation of patriarchy was, he thought it was really just we drink beer and watch horses on TV <laughs> and play video <laughs> games. That's what he thought it was. Yeah. And the women serve you. It, it, that's exactly how I thought it was. So, uh, when he had a singing number, which here's the thing, even even slipping on it, I didn't mind the, the, the singing number, but it went way too long. It, 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 just, it just my personal opinion. Yes, it went uh, too long, especially considering that I don't know if anybody else in the movie really had a song like that besides the song that Barbie had when like that Lizzo was singing in the background. Yeah, what she was doing. Nobody else in the movie had a song so it just it stuck out like a sore thumb and it was that the man would get the song no oh, oh. it just stuck out like a sore thumb because there was this long ass song yeah it was just like okay you know how you have a song and then it's like all right you know we we ramp it up like okay we we about to wrap this up right no yeah. we're going to transition to a whole nother scene with the song what's happening here it, it was it's it, it to the point i was just like wait a minute what were they supposed to do so? Exactly. Even so, I even lost sight of what was happening. Even in the film, when they stop singing and then Gravity comes to, he's like, "Hey, were we supposed to vote today?" And I was like, "That's what we were here for." Damn, I forgot. I fuck. I got so carried away from it was just like, "Hey, you know what?" It's like, "Hey, hey, yo, we're going off tangent. Let's go back to, you know, the story plot." <laughs> and I felt this. I was like, "Man, that is that." Was 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 a little bit a little bit too long, it, it, or it felt long. Like, I didn't go back and really time it. Yeah, no, but no, but that I, but, the, but that whole time. singing number just just felt long, you know. And I was just like, uh, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't necessarily appreciate uh, that so much. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just felt like everything in this last the last bit of the movie, from the time where they start trying to figure out. After they do the whole thing where they're trying to get everybody back on board, we're trying to get Barbie Land yeah. back to the way it was. 
it kind of the rest of it was just like okay what's going on like yeah the they they had a kin thing that the kins are fighting the kins are singing the kins are dancing a lot of kin i got way more ryan gosling in this movie than i think i needed to. <laughs> um and then rhea perlman who is the creator of barbie yeah shows up and i was just like okay um no i, I ain't gonna lie I, I, that part was hard one i like that part I'm not saying it wasn't heartwarming. Uh, yeah. it just, everything seemed all over the place because now you've got everything. It's, it's the climax. Everything's coming and clashing together. Yeah. It's just you got the Kins, then the, the, the executives that have come into Barbie land. Then she came into Barbie land. And I was like, what's going on? Then the little montage of um, the women just, I don't know, maybe because these women may have been notable to like the Barbie's history. Yeah. But it was just like, hey, um, take my hand. And then it's just a montage of photos of women doing stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I guess she goes into the real world after that. Well, it, well, well see, that, that I'm going to disagree with you because I was, it was a more powerful message of her taking Barbie, like, hey, I want you to understand that if you, because. At the end of the movie, uh, Q Flow, kind of like a little Pinocchio thing, she wants to be real. Yeah. And this is starting to sound like, uh, whatchamacallit? Life size. You said who? Life size. Life size? I've seen yeah. this very comparison, and I'm going to be honest, they're right. Yeah. It's, 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 don't, don't, don't make me go so far as to say living single and friends, but it's definitely giving life size. Uh-huh. Have you ever seen Life Size? I have not seen Life Size. Okay, so Life Size is a movie from back in the 90s, I think it was. In the 90s. Tyra Banks is a doll. Yeah. And she comes into the real world. No, now I know who's in there supposed to be. I've never seen it. And yeah, yeah. yeah, and she comes into the real world. Mm-hmm. And it's the same same thing. Just a bunch of mishaps. But then yeah. she wants to be real. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. Oh, yeah. Well, we, I mean, we, all of these are just the Pinocchio storyline, if we're being yeah, so, frank. But, yes, that's me. what this sounds like. Yeah, that's what it was. And when her being, like, you know, uh, life size, you know, and her, you know, the creator was, like, t- t- telling her, hey, this is what life is going to be like. And there's death in life. And no, 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 what you, what, what you, what you're getting in for. And th- that's what the whole thing was. And at the end, they have the joke about uh, her going in there and she's getting ready for her. Gonkaji report because the that joke. That was pretty funny. Yeah, because at, at the beginning of the movie, when when, when they first come out of Barbara, she was just like, you know, we don't have we any don't have genitals. genitals. <laughs> yeah, we don't have genitals here. Yeah, and then, but at the end, she's going to get her, her you know, Gonkaji because she's growing up. And she takes the name of the creator of Barbie's daughter. Uh, Bar- yeah, that's yeah. who Barbie's named after. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Barbie is named after. Um, I never, I didn't look it up, but I was wondering if it was true that, like, she got trouble yeah. for tax evasion and all of that. But um, <laughs> that was funny. Mm. And there was a lot of little nods in here about things that people have done outside of here. Yeah. Um, like, there's a part where America Ferreira and her husband, who's trying to learn Spanish, and he's like, see, they, what did he say? See, they I, I know yeah. I'm messing it up. I'm uh-huh. so sorry, you guys. But I was like, didn't she say that? And like, sister had a traveling pants or something like yeah. that? It was, I can't remember exactly what it was, but oh, yeah. she did. It, there was little callbacks. It was so cool. Like, if y'all, y'all really got to go watch New Rockstars, get all the callbacks. I'm just telling you, because right now, they can break that stuff down, but we're going to review the movie. And I, look, at the end of the day, I really enjoyed, even at the end credit scene, they, they, they broke down like, hey, 
this is what these Barbies were. They, they were just get, they, to help to help people out. Yes, and, the, uh, the, the Allen, because that's how we saw yeah. these Ken's buddies. That yeah. was funny to me. Like exactly. Why did y'all make a friend for Ken? I'm confused. And it and after we was done, I was just like, I enjoyed myself. I I really enjoyed myself. I was like, look, I said people gonna hate the movie. I said people not gonna like the movie. But I'm saying, but the movie made. Hundred fifty five million dollars this weekend. That's crazy. Cause okay. when we checked Sheesh. it, wasn't it at like seventy? Yeah. That's wild. Made hundred fifty five million dollars. I think that's the highest gross movie this year so far, for the for opening weekend, not all time, for opening weekend. And I was like, hundred fifty five million. The theaters was packed. That the the atmosphere was crazy, and I out just something I was not even expecting, and so I was just like, this is uh, and I really enjoyed it. out of all the movies I've seen this year so far this is in my top 10 i i am proud to say that i'm happy i went and went to go see it and i'm not saying i, I think Oppenheimer will probably do the same thing and probably be in my in my best movies of the year also once i go see it <laughs> i'm saying but well right now barbie's is definitely is definitely in there from especially from the stuff i've seen since fast x yeah oh. um, <laughs> I, I i mean literally everything i've seen has been better than fast x so i'm just like I don't. Here's my thing. I think I enjoyed it a lot more than I anticipated because the the nostalgia factor of just Barbie itself is like it's cool. It's a cool driving factor. But if you are really into Barbie, yeah, then it'll hit it'll hit home for you. And I was like, I. Or if you're just into a very intelligent like uh, intelligent movie that has a has a message. It's not. It's not. This thing got a ninety on Rotten Tomatoes right now. I just meant for the nostalgia yeah. factor. Oh yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um. That kind of thing was like, okay, I didn't do this more than I thought I would. I did check out after the Ken thing. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I was just like, all right, because what is happening right now? Um, But overall, it was enjoyable. Yeah, I get I, I get. Me, I'm going to tell you like it is, Q-Flo. Mm-hmm. I will recommend, if you want to, like, would you go see it by yourself? Probably not. But I'm just saying, but when it comes out on Max... You know, I recommend you see it. I, it's it's a really good movie, and I, I think what made it better for me, because like I said, I'm a movie here. I love going to see movies. Great acting, great story, intelligent story. I, I I love movies with messages. I know a lot of people don't. I don't give a I don't give a damn. You can you can give me a movie with a message. You can talk about me. You can talk about anybody. Some people don't catch strays. Oh well, I'm just saying so. <laughs> But uh, I like a movie with a good message. I like an intelligent movie, and I always love an atmosphere. An atmosphere can make a like can make a movie, right? Yes. And I was not expecting. I haven't had a movie atmosphere like I haven't seen a movie crazy atmosphere like that since Endgame, when Avengers Endgame came out, and how the theaters and everybody was packed, and it was like, "Yo, we here for Avengers." I'm not. I'm just saying it was long lines to get snacks. The theaters were packed. Like I said, I come on, Keith. What the last time I've been to a 10:30 movie? I can't even re- remember the last time I've been to a 10:30 at night movie. Yeah. Even because I, cause, cause I would have went to the one at like 7:45 or even 9:30, but they were sold they were out. All sold out. People really was. People were really out here trying to see this movie. To see this movie, I was like, man, this is a it's a win for WB. It does suck that you know WB getting all that love to Oppenheimer and Barry, but then we get it's like, oh, Blue Beetles in like three weeks, so oh, yeah. whatever. That so. was that was rough. Yeah, so, but yeah, I like it. So when it comes to my rating, 
I'm gonna give it a B. I, I think my I, I, I'm going to steal what Jeremy Johns be calling his B movies like buy it on Blu-ray because I will definitely mm-hmm. buy this on Blu-ray when it comes out. So I was like, it's it's a B for me. I I, I really enjoy it. I am sorry that people that who went there who did not like it, but it's not a terrible movie. It's it's just I'm not. It's sure. not for me. This is my thing. The all of the the things that I've heard about it, it wasn't people who didn't who could give you a constructive criticism reason why they did not like the movie. They just mm-hmm. didn't like it for its overall themes. Yeah. I would give it a B minus. Okay. So I don't, I don't know if that's a buy on Blu-ray, buy it out the Blu-ray discount bin. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> that's worse than hashtag. Give it a chance. <laughs> I would I would give it a B minus. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it for the most part. And I, like you said, it was more intelligent than I anticipated it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I laughed. Like, actually laughed. Because I hate when I go to a movie and y'all do the forced laughter. And it's like, yeah. no, I genuinely laughed at, at I, I uh, genuinely a lot laughed, of the parts in this movie. I really genuinely laughed at the jokes in this movie. Like I said, I even genuinely laughed at Will Ferrell. And I don't, because Will Ferrell gets on my nerves a lot of times. And I'm just like, but he, he was genuinely funny in the movie as playing the CEO of Mattel. And I was just like, Oh, said Mattel actually let them use their likeness and stuff in this, and I was like, "That's pretty crazy." So mm-hmm. I was just like, and it wasn't intelligent t- t- users. Like it wasn't, you know, it could be hard on some things, but it's like it wasn't necessarily like you know, man bash like men are bad, and terrible, and it just needs to be all about us. It wasn't that. It really wasn't that, but it was something that uplift. It, it, it gave the women a voice, and I was like, and that I, was the whole point of Mark. That was exactly. I'm just like, I'm all for that. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed that. So, final movie review here on Netflix. Uh, right on on the Barbieheimer weekend, Netflix had this movie that first of all, they, if I've been promoting for years because I seen the teaser last year. Yes. And I was uh, just like, "When is this coming out?" And I actually forgot I think about it. Delayed a few, uh, uh, like a year. You said what, Prime? I think it got delayed a year. Okay, because yeah, I see the teaser last year, and I was just like, whatever happened to that? And then... I remember saying the same thing. It's like, yeah. how does that movie with Tiana Parrish and John Boyega and Jamie Foxx? Exactly. But then it, it, I see the trailer game, it's like, oh, it's coming out uh, July 21st. I was like, okay, well, we're going to check this thing out. So, I always have paid on it, but then we went... Me and my wife already saw Barbara, we already t- t- talked, about it, talked about it in our review. But Quattro... And his wife, and then me and my wife, uh, not together, I'm saying, but we went and checked out the new Netflix movie, They Clone Tyrone. Let me, let me tell you something. This movie is starring Keanu Parrish, Jamie Foxx, and John Boyega as the, as the, trifecta, the trifecta nucleus in this movie. Uh, of the uh, the dream stars, there's other there's other people in in here also, and you would know also. But don't, but but that's the stronghold of this movie. If y'all didn't think John Boyega could act before, watch it now. Uh, he gave he gave it because John Boyega. Mm-hmm. Is, I, I look, I've been calling him me and Sweat. I've been calling him Baby Denzel. And he, even though Lady Sketchman argued, we talk about stuff. He got us something like, but he ain't Baby Denzel though. Okay, John Wiggy, because he, he he got he got that 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 that, that Denzel lip joint that go on like he didn't fight, <laughs> you know. Denzel lip. Yeah, he, he got that, that Denzel lip. He, like, he turned around like, yeah, he he got that thing going on. I'm just like, yeah, that's maybe Denzel right there, because he got 
he got the rage. You see, you see how he was thirsty for rage in Star Wars, or how serious he was in Detroit. It's like he got the rage. He does okay? have the range. I'll give you that. I'm just he, like, was, he was giving it all on this one. And I'm about to say because if right now I was just like, this man like really a drug dealer. Like, I believed everything about that. Even from mm-hmm. the scene where okay, are we doing spoiler spoilers? Uh, I'm, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. We we, we have. To do spoilers, I understand. I'm, I'm going to. You know, ah man, y'all doing spoilers. Ah, I, I, darn it. I, There's I, really I, I, no look, way to talk about this movie and the, not get the only, spoilers. The only thing about that, and I, I'm sorry about that Q flow. I'm sorry about that prime time. I'm just saying, but as of right now, the only way to fully talk about this. But you know what? To be fair, I can be fair. I'm gonna give a quick synopsis of what this whole thing is about. Uh, real quick, Q flow. So, what happens is John Boyega plays this character named Fonte, who is um, a drug dealer. Then we have Jay Fox who plays this pimp named Slick Charles. And then hey. we, we... We said Quadro? Hey. <laughs> and then... Uh, and, yeah, for some and, reason, I'm just a fan of that character. I don't know why, but go, keep going. Oh, shut up. And then <laughs> Tiana Parrish plays this hoe named Yo-Yo. <laughs> this is it. Wow. named Yo-Yo. That's yeah. why I named you that, because you keep coming. Wow. <laughs> Oh, that shit was great. So, they play that role great. So, but what what, what happens is, uh, well, I, I give it too much away. Um, Fonte, I will say this, sees that there is some guy walking down the street with this with this bloody shirt, and he gets kidnapped in this in this van, and uh, he is a drug dealer. So he has a problem with another drug dealer. It's not. It's a, it shows in the trailer. He gets shot by this other drug dealer, right? And he gets killed. But then he wakes up the next morning, and everything is cool. But it's just like he ain't really got no, no memory of, you know, the previous day, really. Until they 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 realize that, hey man, you've been shot. Why are you walking? Like, as Slick Charles said, you got fifty cent. So. <laughs> They, that was wild. They go hunt for the guy that killed him. They find this car, but when they get to the car where this house is at, they this, this is not a regular house. Okay, and then they go down and they see there's there's this lab stuff going on. And this is in the trailer, so not spoiler. When he pulls back a, a, a sheet that's on, on this slab, he sees himself. And now they're trying to figure out why the hell are there two Fontaines walking around uh, or, or so like what well, if this Fontaine's dead how is this Fontaine standing the whole part of the movie is trying to figure out what's going on and I'm telling you right now Q-Flow this shit is crazy this is this movie is hilarious but it's also at the same time a social commentary I, I, I would like to say this and I will keep this spoiler free for yeah. those of you that have seen this movie have you ever watched a movie and was scared that this could be true? Yes. Absolutely. I yes. was frightened. I was frightened. I'm not going to go into it. I was frightened. I believed it. And then I'm mad I'm not doing nothing about it. That's how he... That's how, that's how, that's how Slick Charles felt, too. And he said that, he said that in the movie. So, now... That was just that's a little explanation. That was just a little t- telling y'all what the plot is. Now, to talk about this movie, we have to go into some spoilers, okay? So, I, so I, I'm sorry about that. You probably you guys are going to mute uh, me, Quattro, and Lacey's going to take care of this, and then we're going to get into this. This is going to be fun. 
So this right here is a big social commentary. Big social right. commentary that I, you know what, that I was like, I wasn't even really expected to be like that deep. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how they had that that that, that, that kind of commentary at Barbie, and I was just like, what? Really? <laughs> okay, sure. And I was just sitting there thinking like, okay, well, uh, John Boyega off the back, I'm just like, you know, as, as played the part of Fonte, I was like, because not only does he have to play Fonte, mm-hmm. he has yep. to play, he has to play multiple different characters in this film also. Because he, he, he is a clone. Bro. But the discoveries that kept happening about him was blowing my mind. But it, but it was... It was actually very intelligent, and we even because it just starts off with this with this white guy's eyes and this big smiley face, and it backs out. And you just see him like looking at the black people sitting there in front of arguing uh, about uh, somebody about Tupac working at the store. No, it, we're talking about mm-hmm. how, it, how Michael Jackson's back work at the store because he's black. That was the commentary in there because it was. I think he said Tupac. They said both. Oh. They said both. I'm saying I'm talking about how because because Tupac he's black now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, they're, they're, they're talking about mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, and I'm just saying so. Uh, and, and you really not getting the vibe of the movie until you, until you actually like 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 following it, and you see that Fonte actually has like some pain that because he goes and he sees like his brother's obituary we, or a kid's obituary on there you're assuming that's his brother yeah. he always right. he always making food for his mama but his mama never answers the door mm-hmm. and you know what's funny I didn't even think about that until at, towards the end I thought about yeah. it once they uncovered that lab and basically it was just like everything was a setup. I was just like ain't no mama can't be like something something's not right here basically yeah and I, cause I was just like, cause at first I just thought it was like, you know, just just some regular, you know, drug dealer, some hood guy. It's like, okay, my mama live here, but you know, I'm gonna do my business. I ain't even worry about it, type of thing. You know, right. so and that's, I, that's that's why I was thinking. And then, bro, I was so deep into it, I I started going beyond that. I was like, so how many days has he gone without seeing his mom? That he lived Thank with. Thank you. Him? Yeah. I was. Th- Yo, I, what you? I, was thinking the same I thing. started. Re- I started reflecting. I was like, did she really say the same thing every time? Did I miss that? She had a few different sayings, but this is my thing, right? She talking about mm-hmm. somebody had a fish fry and she going down to the church. I said, you mean to tell me this lady be going out the house and she ain't saying nothing about the fact that her son is obviously a street pharmacist? Exactly. It got the house looking all messed up. Facts. Yeah, so Facts. I'm, I'm like, right, how we didn't get that. So then, uh, when we introduced to Jay Fox's character, uh, Slick Charles. Slick Charles. Bull, I'll tell you something about pimping. It's like it's like black like 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 black dynamite pimping. Like I can I can pick put him right in the black right. dynamite and he yep. fits. Like like if if a pimp named Slipback was a live action person, <laughs> absolutely. It, yo, I need a book of his quotes. He says so much things through the movies. I was like, I gotta get this in my everyday language. <laughs> between him, between a pimp named Slipback and uh, Cream Corn from Black Dynamite, yeah. That's Put it at the middle. Smush fried. Said, this is some Jamie Fox shit. He would, he would have said it's, that. Boy, I, I felt it. That's, that's how I feel with my kids. When he was when he was scared when Fonte came back, and he was just like, hey, don't touch the damn bottle. Throw the bottle damn out. And I was like, damn, that's mm-hmm. how I did this. I mean, when I throw the bottle. 
Where he was Get shot and, uh, and, and Yo-Yo being uh, what, what, what y'all call that the bottom bitch for for, for Slick Charles. He, right. She was Honey B. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 there you go, Honey B. That makes the perfect sense right there. <laughs> and then when and how they all got how they all got, got together, you know, and and they go and travel to go find the car for the drug that that shot him because he ran over uh, one of his air boys at the beginning, like just straight ran him oh, over. He almost I don't know how he ain't died. Right. Yeah. Even like a small step before that, when he came out the when they when they replayed the day and he sees himself getting getting kidnapped, yo. Even as the watcher watching it, you like, oh shit, that, that was him. him. Yeah, you like you you like part of you see that, but you like, no, nah, I'm tripping. And the movie went right along with that. <laughs> yeah, because okay, I'm sure I, I'm definitely gonna see it again. So. Oh, yeah. Mm. That was him walking down the street that got kidnapped. Which is wild. Which is wild. I'm asking a question here. Oh, yes. See, because I can't see that good. And I uh. was curious, too, because he was looking real crazy. Yeah. But And nobody else said anything. Right. Like, it just happened. And it, nobody said And I was like, was nobody else in the street? And they just snatched up this bleeding man? That, like, like right. seriously, or, or like, how, how how much you know is there? So that, that that's the part of uh, the good for the movie, also. But when we get down to uh, what what the real commentary is down there, underneath the what was it? The glade is where they live at. The glade. The glen is where they live right. at. Right. <laughs> White folks are making this substance and putting it in all things that black folks like. Hair care yep. products. No, uh, not hair care no, products. Sorry. Perm. Perm. Excuse me. Grape drink. Grape. That was dark and lovely. I know dark and lovely when I see it. <laughs> and, chicken. and fried chicken. Immediately, I was just like, "You be frying." Generous chicken. Would you say quattro? The malt liquor too. Yeah, the malt liquor. Oh, say. I want shoot to buy my. Show sure enough, and I was like, I'm yeah. getting undercover brother vibes here. Gotta go watch undercover brother now. Yeah, so, well, I'm yeah. Not, I, yeah. So, and they're they're taking control of of all like the black folks with the, with with this with this substance inside of all this you know all this food and all this that you they, how, we use. Let me tell you how I got part. I, when they got to the park, I was like, shit, that would work. Yes. Oh, and the chicken part, I seen it and mm. this was recorded before the strike. Yeah. So they put up an interview where Tiana Parrish was like, her and Jamie Foxx was like, we gotta pretend to eat this chicken, it's nasty and cold. And John Boyega was over there fucking that chicken up. Come to find <laughs> out he had sent somebody out to get him fresh hot chicken. <laughs> and she was like, 
you just let let somebody go out and get your chicken and say nothing else he was like everybody does rich different sir <laughs> sir baby there's hell that's the that's the blackest shit I heard in a while. Everybody does rich different. And the first thing you do on set is somebody go get me some fresh fried chicken. Fresh fried chicken. I'm going to fuck this you shit You playing right into the movie, my guy. Right. Yep, absolutely. So, as we get into, like, uh, one of the main places, uh, uh, like, 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 the mind fucks of, of, of the thing is that because, like, what I was saying, it is really happy. When they go down there and find out that they've been, clon- that they've been cloning, but what yeah. they don't realize is that not every black person in the Glen is being cloned. Cloned. No. Yep. They're only cloning the ones that can help keep black folks in line, basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have some kind of um, influence over you, whether yeah. it be an influence that's supposed to be positive, like the pastor. Yeah. Or an influence... That is that will keep you uh, inebriated, the drug dealer. Yeah. Or to keep, mm-hmm. um, I mean, just general violence and uh, horrible yep. things happening yeah. to, to hoes. And pimps. Pimp. So it's not everybody, because Yo-Yo mm. is not a clone. She's she not, is a one of one. And she, because yep. they look at her as expendable. Yep. And I was just like... Yo, and first of all, by the way, Pastor played by David Allen Greer. I was and really hoping that he would break out Leon Lonnie Love. I really wanted him to come. We was getting taste. Got him it. He was close. He was close. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we was getting taste, and I, I was sitting there thinking, like, yo, it it, it was blowing my mind thinking about because we've all lived in the hood before, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. I was like, it was blowing my mind, like, yo, the scary thing is that would fucking work. Yep. Because of how, let's just use the word that nobody likes to trigger what brainwash we all can be. But, but see, mm-hmm. I think that it's not, it is working, but it's not in the context of the way it was done here. This was yeah. done a, in a more overt way. Uh-huh. But putting things in the hood, liquor stores, smoke shops, check cash in place. All of these places you saw in the movie, yeah. they all exist in the hood. Exactly. And they only exist in the hood. Facts. So it's like, it's a, it's not like there's somebody who is physically there underground controlling and surveilling everything you're doing, but but it is though. Yeah. So and you know like, what? Mm. Loki, I, I believe it. I know it's a movie. I felt like I just watched Truth. That, I, especially like. at the end when he was explaining why this was happening. Yes. Um, oh, like you talk about after they came out the strip club when it was all around the car. No, no, not oh, that. That, that one. don't freak me that out. Was wild. That freaked me out. Mm-hmm. I was talking about at the very end when we got like the big reveal because we didn't really got gotcha. that part yet. Yeah. Um, but. At the very end, when he was telling the whole thing, I was like, oh, okay, I could definitely see this happening. Because they show little signs of it, like the lady in there getting her touch up with the perm. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, they're talking about they want to um, cut our pay again. I don't know what we're going to do. And then literally, the moment the perm hit her scalp, she was just like, oh, girl, don't matter. I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. So it was just, it was... And it was little subtleties in the movie that told you that stuff was not 
uh, right. Um, so basically, the overarching thing they were trying to do was to get everybody. It was unity was supposed to be the the point of this quote unquote. Yeah. And mm-hmm. everybody basically would end up being a white person, and it would just be variations over five generations. It would it would take five generations to successfully get from black people. Um, all the way to everybody just being the same because the folks mm-hmm. that you saw walking around with the froze, like the white people, you like, why did white people got afros? Because they were already experimenting and it didn't turn out the way yeah. that they thought, or or it did, and they're at probably generation three. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't realize it until I saw one of those breakdown videos. When you see it down, when you go down there, you see it from like a fully unambiguous black man lighter skin beige man yeah and it looked kind of like where we was at with the like the the dude who got killed in the lab yeah and the mm-hmm. one who was running the restaurant mm-hmm. he like that's where he was at about number three yeah and then mm-hmm. you get to four and then five is just a fully white person but you know what that that also creeped me out too because that's actually what's happening in society now yeah, just not with the. I mean, it's it's, it's not with, with the with, with the, the theatrics that's going on here, but uh, what's also going on is like there have been people, there have actually even been some celebrities, rappers, stuff like that, who are very dark skinned mm-hmm. that go out on purpose to go get white people, so they feel so they're being white, so my baby don't have to go through what I went through, right? Mm-hmm. And they yep. come out, and then of course it's a mix is gonna be a, a lighter tone. And then when that lighter tone person goes out, it gets a white person, and then they mix, and then the baby comes out even lighter. And next thing you know, you, you're like Ronda Rousey, like I got a, I got a, I got a great, 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 great grandfather that's black. Like what? It don't get you know wrong. I want y'all to understand this. I want you to go and look up Donna Summer's granddaughter. You know what Donna Summer looks like? Yeah. Go look up her grandbaby. It don't take that long. It doesn't take that long at all. And I think that was kind of the like that yeah, was like another... Soul Roker from uh, NXT. <laughs> yes, was, there you go. Yeah. It was kind of like that was the under, one of the other underlying things. Even though the bigger part of this was that we surveilling y'all and, and poisoning you, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it That's was fun. just. I was like, this movie is just wild. <laughs> the chemistry between and, the three of them was great. Yes. And that's what I thought was so wild when he was breaking it down, you know, when they did the reveal of who's really behind it. And he pretty much said, hey, guys, I'm doing this to save y'all because the only way to save us by being black is being white. And I was like, damn. He, 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 what, what was the, OK, so for those uh, as it gets like the big reveal, the one who's behind this whole thing is Fontaine. Mm-hmm. His older version because his brother was killed by a police mm-hmm. officer and left in the street to die. Mm-hmm. And he felt as though that the all he said, "Hey, look, uh, so you're you gonna work with the right man." And what's gonna happen is he said that, um, what was the word that he used? That's better than annihilation. Assimilation. Assimilation is better than annihilation. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Oh my God, bro, what are you doing right now?" And, but then he mm-hmm. said originally that was the. It was it wasn't the original plan. Uh huh. Um. It well, did have they did have a plan. I forgot what the, what, what the plan was, of, but it didn't did, did work out. Awry, and yeah. then they was just like assimilate everybody the same. Yeah. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, the one thing that was like, this was so random. How did y'all reach out to these people for this movie? Why was Kiefer Sutherland the B villain? What? <laughs> like, where y'all gonna get 24 hours from? Yes. He got that script and said, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm in. <laughs> it was, and it was wild because it was kind of it was kind of like Poetic Justice at the end because your creations are your undoing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He ended up getting killed by one of the clump. Like, it was Chester. A, yes, he, first of all, that's creepy. Yeah. I don't want somebody that look like me with a perm yeah. as my bodyguard. That's weird. So he ended up getting killed by his um, bodyguard who was a clone of him. Yeah. Because right. there was trigger I, words. Olympia I can't remember Black. the trigger word right now, but it, Olympia man. Black was, the, Thank was, you. was, was the, the one that was able to control the clones. And I wonder... I, I I didn't like go look into it, but I'm like, what is the meaning? There has to be a meaning a behind meaning that particular. I'm gonna I'm gonna just tell you right now. Along with this being hilarious, the, 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 it was it, funny. It, you you gonna laugh a lot at this movie. Going oh on. yeah, absolutely. But there there were two scenes that I was like, this is like really intense, mm-hmm. and it also it also gives credit to the actors from John Boyega. Who make these scenes? The first scene when they were getting chased out the strip club by all the black people following Bro. the car breakdown, yes. and you just see the, the, the game of running, and then all of a sudden when, when like the, the, the guy comes and everybody just stops because they got like all under mind control, and him, you know, saying the Olympia, uh, the Olympia black and controlling Fonte, knowing he's a clone, him trying to fight. Not shooting Yo-Yo and him not trying to shoot himself. I was like, this shit is intense. It's really, really intense right now. I was like, intense. And I, I believe, I was like, because he's a clone. I can see him shooting himself right now. That was some graphic stuff. Yep. But he did. And then the other scene where he finds out uh, that his mama don't really exist anymore. Yo. I don't think she ever did. Which never... To this Fontaine, yeah, the drug dealer Fontaine, his brother and mom never existed. Yeah, because if you look at how old out, because and that was another part of the movie that we didn't really touch on. This movie was stuck. This place oh, was. Before you say that, because I, I want to talk about that, I want to put that in my in my in my things that I have a problem with in the movie. Okay. Okay. Um. But also, so I'm looking, I just Google Olympia Black. Yeah. The first thing that comes up is Olympia Black is a science fiction writer. Okay. Who has a um, book called My Human Pet. Mm. Um, it's, it's getting deep. What happened? It's getting deep. It's getting scared. He said, get scared. Talking about get some damn wet naps. So basically, this person was abducted and turned into a pet. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's the and I'm like, I'm wondering if that's the reference. I mean, I kind of feel like it's gotta be. Yeah. Yo, I feel like this movie has so many underlying metaphors. Like even when he pulled up in them, that could be a metaphor of showing, as the white man, I control you, and no matter what you do, 
I will still be in control of you and there's nothing you can do to me. Yeah. I just it was a lot of it was a it's a lot of layers to this movie. Yeah. Now I'm I'm sorry. I do want to go into some to some cons or some things that I may have not liked about the movie. It's more so nitpicks. I'm not going to say this is an excellent movie to me. But there is some things I do want to address, like what Lace was about to say. Fonte, when Fonte is revealed that he's doing all this stuff, he's older. And you're, you're trying to figure out what era are we in? Because mm-hmm. we still have landline phones, flip phones, uh, yep. Fat back TVs, but yet <sighs> President Obama is mentioned. Michael Jackson's not dead yet. You know what I'm saying? So Are you sure he's not dead yet? I'm not sh- I'm not sure. I don't think that I don't know if they ever explicitly said that he wasn't dead. They just reference uh. him a lot because he is a person I guess it was like a nod to is he one of these people kind of thing. Gotcha, okay. But mm-hmm. the one thing because I understand what you're saying. But I think that it was done purposely. Because what is the thing we always say, especially when we be talking to our son, and we say, we didn't have this much access to technology and information in the palm of our hands when we were your age. Uh huh. So if you have something, if you have a control, if you're doing a science experiment, you need a control, which means that it's called that because you control the parameters of what is... Uh, put in or taken out. Absolutely. So if you are, if this is the control environment, you don't want but so much technology. Damn. Because then okay. they will, people will be like, shit is not, something ain't, and the milk ain't clean, basically. Yeah. Because if you do expose mm-hmm. with too much technology, then they'll realize you, it's, consp- it's a, conspiracy, a conspiracy theory every five minutes when you scroll on social media. So you mm-hmm. can't allow them to have social media and start seeing shit and people start getting suspicious uh, without, you know, some shit like this happening. Damn. So it's like, also, imagine if you have things like the labs they have underneath everything. Mm-hmm. If you have advanced technology, how... How you how you know you don't turn on the Bluetooth on your smartphone and it pick up some shit down in the lab? You like no? What the fuck is this? Screen seven five six four torture room two. Like definitely. How am I? What I am, even, what am I connected to? I like, didn't even think of it like that. that it's it's kind of blowing my mind right now as I'm recording this. Shit, even Wi-Fi. Yeah. And because they they don't have the time and technology that would have been able to connect to a Wi-Fi. You you have to control you they're a petri dish yeah so it's like i'm not going to introduce anything into this petri dish that can potentially contaminate what i'm doing here Mm -hmm. because when they show at the very end everybody else is in current time yeah damn and you you know what's wild about that part at the end It, it reminds me so much of how you can watch tv now and it says something wild on the regular news, and you was just like, "Damn, that's crazy." That's crazy. Because I can, because rem- I remember sitting in my house, and they was, and they said, "Oh yeah, we confirmed that there's aliens out there." But you know what? But let's talk about the weather. And what happened it was like, "Damn, that's crazy." I knew it. So is it going to be sunny tomorrow? It's going to rain. What? Everybody. <laughs> Did anyone hear what you just said? 
Because that's, that's happening bro. now. That's happening today in our world. Well, I'm glad you even said that because that that because that's my nitpicks. I was like, what 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 what, what area? We're about? I, I now. Would you break it down like that? I further understand that. And I understand, it, and they also use film to record this, so you got to get the, the nice grainy look, like the old kind of old school look also. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoyed that. I think that was probably the only nitpick I have really had with the movie. Because everything else, I was like, no, because I, I, I'm enjoying this from up and down. It was... Because this is the thing. I think it can still be a nitpick because you do really, you still wonder, what, where are we at? What time? Like, what year is this? Yeah. But I do think that was left ambiguous on purpose. We don't Duh. see calendars. We don't see. Damn, I ain't picked that up. Yeah, we we, 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 we don't see cops. That's what I was telling. Like, there's no cops. Yeah. <clears throat> which to me, in a place where there's so much shit going on, I feel like it would raise my antennas if there was no <laughs> cops. Like, even just a sheriff from a surrounding county rotting through there's no cops but but also think about it growing up experience in the hood when real hood shit went down where were the cops no yeah. but even but but like for nobody like people getting murdered left and right and getting picked up and cloned and there yeah. was no nothing well, I'll tell you. I was like, when the last oh. time you seen a movie and there was a whole stroll and a cop ain't come break up the whole stroll? True. Fair Yo, man. also another question. Who's old dude and why does he know so much? I was Frog? thinking the yeah. same thing. It's <clears throat> usually somebody who is like the oracle. Somebody who yeah. has the answers, who you you put, you hide somebody in plain sight. Yeah. The spook who sat by the door. Hot uh, damn. Mm-hmm. If you may call it that, yeah, it's mm-hmm. he is because they're monitoring everyone. He's an alcoholic. He is a wino sitting out front of, in front of the store, just like Yo Yo does not pose a threat to anyone. Mm. So this man been listening and seeing everything that's happening, and everybody just like man, whatever. It's just the wino in front of the the, the, the liquor store. Yeah, mm-hmm. not realizing that this man probably has been seeing all of the nonsense that's been going on because that store if I'm correct is the one mm-hmm. the one they were going to that they went to at the end mm-hmm. and they said open the surface doors yeah. this man been sitting out front every day every day getting getting drunk or maybe not and they he's probably seeing everything that's happening and has all the answers to what's going on and you know old folks love to talk in riddles yeah. So he's saying yep. all kinds of wild stuff, and they just like, man, it's whatever. The uh, and, and it was so low key. You walk by, hey boy, you got that new car smell. Yeah, that was that was that good. You that just went right over your head, bro. Like, oh. So exactly, this mm. man has been watching this day in and day out, and but mm. nobody is thinking that he poses any danger. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I wonder, like, is he, was it just that he was a wino and they, they ignored him or was he somebody who was like integral to this and ended up on the outskirts? I don't know. 
Was he a plant? Did he used to work downstairs and lost his mind and then went up? So he still got the knowledge, but that's why he, but he's drinking that stuff every day. So he can't get all of his mind back because he's drinking the product. <laughs> it's possible. I, I think that he might have just been drinking regular degular force. Oh, yeah, 40 years. But mm-hmm. he might have gone crazy because he was involved in this shit. And just like everything else, when we always talk about when folks have addiction issues, it's usually because they are running from something. Running from something, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. My man could have very well been running from the fact that he was down there watching him uh, uh, just throw Operate, everything. Bla- Call what it is. Operate on black people. Use it that the things even the music that we got music now that can stop us from fighting, so we can hug it out. That was- that was wild. That hit home because I was like, "That happens." It does. Play mm. "Nuck in the Bucket" if you club in, in the club right now. Mm-hmm. Somebody drink getting knocked over. Somebody going get right. real aggressive. And, and like you say, and the next track could be "Lovers and Friends." Now everybody cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Ooh, it ain't gonna be oh we all walking out to the club. Mm. But again, I think that was the the beauty of this movie because it was the subtleties of these are things that are already happening to you they're just not happening mm-hmm. in the manner that this movie is portrayed this is science fiction yeah but but didn't I tell you I don't mean to point at you like that but, that was, but didn't I tell you uh, last week I said you know what a lot of people can't admit that, that they are and that's brainwash mm-hmm. including mm-hmm. myself you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying everybody has some brainwash in them from something, especially you had to go up because, and then we just keep it. You know, we just are stuck in the ways yeah. of how of how things are. But I'm just like, boy, this thing will, this thing will, it will, it will just fuck with your mind. That's basically what it will do. That's what this movie would do. It will mess with your mind. This movie already for myself is already a lock. I I have a list of things that. I keep track of what I think is going to be like the best 2023 and stuff like that. Then I have a lock list. Like things that no matter what comes out, no matter what else is going to come out, and whatever the thing is going to change, this will always still be on my list. This has made my lock list of 2023. This movie was hella intelligent. It was right. It was hella good. And it was, like I said, with all this deep com- social commentary we're talking about right now that made us feel uncomfortable at times, this shit was still hilarious. Yes. And that's why it throws me because I feel like somewhere, somebody somehow is listening and going, hey, look, we done told them what happened and they still don't care. That's crazy. Yep. It's, it's kind of like what happened towards the end, which which I was like, did you tell how touch this movie was? They were going around talking about Fonte this whole time, right? And then mm-hmm. at the end, when they released the clones and then we, we see this other version of John Boyega or on the screen, and it's obviously in L.A., like he's a crip, and he was like, hey, Tyrone, is that you? I was like, damn, the movie is called They Clone Tyrone. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there, because I was like, the whole movie, I went and paid attention, and his name was Fonte. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, oh, snack. Then you made me ask you more questions. Mm-hmm. Right. It's what just not one place. What you mean? It's, the Glenn the control. This was rolled out in other major cities. They said there's one in Chicago, there's one in I think they might have said Detroit, and there's one in LA, which yeah. is where they were. So it's like this is the place where we test all this shit. 
but other places we've been rolling out the great drink. Okay. The, whatever the the ver- that version is, because like remember they were experimenting on Tiana Parrish, and you know she had a wig. They yeah. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um. Great so save. she's putting on the uh they putting on the the permanent like oh well we got to tell them to dial it back because this is the test area. So it's very it could very well be they already got eight products that are out from in mass um from mass production in other cities. Sheesh. Look, I, I think we all done had a, not a great amount of travel, but enough travel that you've been somewhere else and your and they hood remind you of your hood. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's already happening. Hey, and even down to that city, we're in the Glen. What is tomorrow like? How is your tomorrow knowing that there's now 20 people in your town that look exactly, exactly like you? Like you. Mm. But also, and that was another <laughs> thing that they didn't, I mean, well, they, they didn't really have to. But right. so what happens to these clones? Because yeah. they right. don't have any, like, conscience. They're just right. people, like a, a shell of a person. You have to like upload a consciousness into them basically mm. for them to go out into the world and be you know that clone so do y'all like murk all the clones because they just people walking right. around like I don't like what happened there's still some scary shit about the going, what's going to happen with them and that's the, mm-hmm. that's the thing and I, that's a good question like what happens what's tomorrow like and I'm like that is a yeah I'm yo y'all got any room in that car so I can go to Memphis yes. <laughs> Right, right. I'm coming with y'all because obviously this ain't it. But wherever you going, we need to not go there. Yeah. We don't need to go to Philly. We need to go to Ben Salem. What? <laughs> when they get to Memphis, they gonna have a rude awakening. And they're like, so what is this? A smartphone? Why is that TV screen so flat? Like, oh yeah, oh. It's, it's gonna be something. Or Fontaine goes to Memphis and sees Fontaine. Facts. You know they always say. Once you see a doppelganger, it's like bad luck or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well. I mean, maybe that's why. Oh, man. That, that's some creepy stuff. So, guys, when it comes to they clone Tyrone, I mean, it was. I, I found an excellent movie. I think the acting was great. I think the comedy was great. Social commentary was right. It's, it's on the nose. It's going to hit you. It's going to, especially if you're black, it's going to hit you. And you go, you go sit there thinking like I was. I, I felt just like Slick Charles that he said, "Look, I had to put all my bitches on vacation." I was just like, "Yeah, I felt bad." And he said, "I, I sent the ball out." And then, and then, and then, and then remember, he was like, he, 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 he tried to get yo. He was like, "Hey, bitch, get back!" Out. Okay, I'm sorry. This is a reflex because he yeah, felt. He, he said, felt, said, "Fuck you." He said, "Fuck you." I'm sorry. That was just. A- I didn't mean to. Yeah, that was just a, a reflex. I was like, that's how I was feeling. I was just like, yo, man, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, so you just didn't want to do your shit. The shit that you're used to, you're like, damn, I'm really fucked up right now. Yeah. I'm really yeah. part of this problem. I got to fix it. <laughs> Somehow, I don't know what to do. That, bro, the mind fuck. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? The mind fuck. It has all that. But when it comes to the clone time, Quattro, let me get your score. This movie was amazing. And it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> like, it, I don't know how to say this again. It was too true. It was. I, it was too true. I honestly felt like I watched the best documentary in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it it hits home. Lay sketch. What was, what was, what was your uh, think of it? Uh, 
I'm gonna give it. I would give it an A. I just, I agree with Quattro's. When you, it's like this is great. We having fun. We laughing. But wait a minute. Yeah. Hmm. Is it another me in a hood somewhere on a whole straw? Like what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, it, I'm, I, I'm scared of that. But even with me being scared, this movie is a complete nerdgasm. It makes my lock list. It's on there. It's that and a couple and, and another movie is on there, and it's gonna be there. So when you, it's like I, I, I just I, I was so shocked how good this movie was. And please, y'all, John Wick in it. He that dude. Y'all better give him some nominations or something. I'm about to say John Wick that John Wick is that is that especially if you just hear him talk regular and he got he got that, that British accent, yeah no, he John Wick is is that dude. Baby Denzel's baby Denzel. I'm just trying to tell you all that. So uh guys, that's it. That's we're over the podcast. Uh I don't know if the fellas are still here or not, but we if y'all can hear, we're done. We're done mm-hmm. to talking about it. I do recommend y'all go see that movie when y'all can. Okay. So, Watch that joint with the lights on. It's too real. Yeah, it's not like they're going to come snatch hey, you up. I, 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 I watched Dahmer with, watch with the lights off. I was low-key creeped out. You, 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 <laughs> said, you said you watched what with the lights on? Dahmer with the lights off and I was low-key like, oh, yeah, looking at oh, my sh- window. Making sure. I refuse to even watch Dahmer. I can't. Yeah, this this thing this thing gonna mess with you, Brian. But um, guys, so we we gonna get out of here. Thank you guys for joining us. Like I said, it was a long podcast, but we had a lot to talk about because we, we missed a month, so we had to catch up on a lot of things. So I appreciate you guys for that and, and, and the reviews and all that stuff. Next podcast, we're gonna talk about our. 2023 midterms. We didn't do one in June, but we got to do them before August is out. So make sure you guys stay tuned for all that. So uh, make sure you guys check out the No Gimmies Either Wrestling Podcast. Check out the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. Make sure you guys also check out uh, Lay Sketches, uh, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture Beyond, Get Ready Subway, The 50 Years of Hip Hop. Check out uh, Drunk Dog Silver Tongues. Make sure you guys go check out the Prime Nostalgia Podcast of Prime and Boy TV. Make sure you guys also check out Q Flow's newest song. I forgot who the artist is on there with him. I, I, I want to say me and my name. boy, my boy Scrob from Canada. There you go. There you go. So make sure you, uh, y'all go uh, check that thing out because uh, I'm telling y'all, y- y- y'all get the hips moving. I know ladies mm-hmm. get some, don't like to say that, but. <laughs> Bro, are we going on Soul Line? Are we listening to Q Flow? Man, when it's called a new groove, it ain't called it ain't called a new dubstep. It's called a new groove. So I'm saying, as we do, we grooving, we moving, we grooving. Please stop. Mm-hmm. So hey, so make sure you guys check all that great stuff out. Thank you guys again for supporting the podcast. And like I said, we will be back next time with our uh, with our midterms. And stay tuned for the No Gimmicks Needed podcast. I want to do one of those as well. So once again, this is uh, the man with the plan. If you need him, yo, Shazam, Mr. Andy. The man of the reality, revolutionary freshman flow. All right, man. Y'all be good. All right. The greatest catch lady sketch. It's been real. Oh. The hard R from the Soul Trek Enterprise Quattro. Leave the light on. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and not the answer to prime time. It's been a good ride. Yes. <laughs> and. Q flow, you know where you're at, even though I should make you do it do it with the new song, but take us out. We're bringing nerd.
orgasm to your ears, welcome to the show We don't need any gimmicks, you already know So sit back, relax, and hit the like button Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming Swag on trivia and prompts top five Either way it's fun and you're hearing it live Join with your host Mr. A&E Yeah you know it's the place to be, it's in C.